0: Here are seven e-commerce mistakes that you're probably making. Over the past few weeks, I've been chatting with a lot of brand owners, some in the early stages who are just scaling up to 10 to 15k a month, and others that are about to hit multi six figures, if not seven figures in monthly revenue. And I've started to see some common mistakes between a lot of e-commerce brand founders that are really stopping them from scaling faster and building a memorable brand. So in this episode, I wanted to dive into seven key mistakes that you might be making so you can make sure you avoid those at all costs in the future. Now, number one is not knowing your ideal customer deeply enough. When I say know your ideal customer, you should know every single detail about them down to the food they eat, what books do they read, what movies do they enjoy watching? All of those factors, because the deeper you understand your ideal customer, the deeper you're gonna understand their problem and the issue that they're facing, and that means you're gonna be able to market your products in a much better way. It means you're gonna be able to get through to them, resonate with them on a deeper level because you're speaking their language. And because when they read your advertising content or watch your creative, it's gonna resonate with them so, so much better because you have that rock solid understanding on exactly what problem they're facing and a big mistake that i see being made time and time again especially for early stage brand owners that are looking to differentiate themselves they're looking 6 12 months in the future sort of painting this ideal situation of where they're going to be with their e-commerce brand but then they forget that they've actually got to sell their product to an audience that wants it and needs it so better understanding your ideal customer is like a key to unlocking unlimited growth because the better you understand them the better you can release your first product to solve that problem and the better you're going to understand what other problems they need solving and what is the logical next best product to launch. So that's common mistake number one. Now, mistake number two is having a lack of social proof. This is reviews, this is UGC, this is comments, this is an audience, all of these different factors that contribute to building more social proof behind your products. A lot of people will just grab a product, put it on a website and expect it to sell because it's got nice imagery or it's got a nice product description. But if you really wanna take your sales to the next level, you need to be stacking your ad creative, your copy, your website, your product, descriptions with as much social proof as you can to really show people who may be on the fence about buying that there are loads of people that have done it before, they're getting incredible results, or the problem that they're facing was solved by using your product. So this is a big mistake, not having enough social proof. And if you need more, I've made previous episodes on how to get more UGC into your brand, how to build a memorable community, a cult-like following behind your brand on social media so you can really increase that engagement. And I've also talked about ways to create UGC style content. And I've also talked about ways to create UGC style content for your products and brand, so you can elevate your social proof right off the bat, even if you're just starting out. So I recommend checking out those episodes if you want a bit more of a deep dive into those specific areas. Common mistake number three is having a lack of customer service on your website. Have you ever thought of a time where you've got onto a website, you're about to buy a product, or maybe you've bought it before and you've just had a terrible customer experience. Like the person on the other end didn't wanna be there, they didn't wanna be helping you out at all. And that is definitely not what you want when it comes to building a strong brand and growing your brand as fast as possible. You wanna have a responsive customer support team. And even for people that aren't customers yet, have having a chat feature on your website or having an easy way for potential customers to get in touch with you. Even how fast you reply to comments on social media posts and on your ads is going to be incredibly valuable as well. You want to show anyone who's thinking about buying your products that you're responsive, you're there and you want to solve their problem. And for any existing customers, you want to be responsive to them because they've got out their credit card and they've given you money and so you owe it to them to deliver a stellar customer experience. Mistake number four is having a poorly designed website. Now, when I say poorly, it doesn't just mean you're using a basic theme, or it doesn't mean that it's simple. It's complete opposite to that. Having a poorly designed website could be you've spent thousands on getting it professionally designed, and it's just clunky. It just isn't responsive. It's not fast. It loads super, super slow, and it's not focused on making the buying experience easier for the customer. Oftentimes, just using the basic Shopify theme is going to be so much more effective than trying to overcomplicate it, trying to add all of these advanced plugins and pop-ups and all of these extra pages that don't really matter. You want to make shopping on your website an easy and fun experience. You want to make it simple for the customer to find the product that they need, add it to the cart and complete the purchase. You want to make sure that your website is responsive for mobile, that it loads fast and overall it's just a simple and easy to understand layout. Don't confuse your customers and don't get trapped in this whole idea of trying to make this really pretty and well put together website that just doesn't serve the customer at all. If you can choose between this extremely highly polished website that looks incredible, that costs you a bunch of money to make, but it has some flaws in user functionality and user interface, or you could pick a basic Shopify theme site that's easy to use, has all the right information and has great content on it. I'd always go for the latter option because you wanna keep it simple, for your customers. Mistake number five is a poorly managed social media. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to be posting every single day on social media. Over time, you might decide that that is an important aspect to growing your brand. And I've seen loads of brands do it where they really dedicate a lot of time and attention and resources to really growing out their audience on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. By spending time on these social platforms, they can generate a lot more organic traffic through to their site. Profit margins on organic traffic are so, so much higher when compared to running Facebook ads or running any paid ads because that ad spend is taken from the equation. So building a social media audience that is engaged is an incredibly powerful thing to do. But one thing that is an absolute no-no, even if you've decided not to 100% focus on your social media pages and actively post more content, more UGC, sharing content from your customers, even if you're not at that stage yet, you need to have at least a foundation set up. You need to at least have a feed of nine to 12 posts with an optimized bio and a link to your website in your bio as well. You wanna make sure that even if you aren't actively posting content on there, that you at least have a foundation of some content, whether it's UGC or other content that you're promoting, just having a little bit of a feed there doesn't mean you need to go ham with it every single day, posting loads of content, but at least have that foundation because you can always come back to that and start being more active with it. But if you have nothing there and people search you up on Instagram or they try and go on your Facebook page and it just isn't optimized, there's no content on there and maybe on your Facebook profile as well, if it doesn't have all your contact details, if it doesn't have your website address or your blurb on what the page is all about and what your brand is about, just these little things can mean the difference between making sales in the early days and not. And it can also mean the difference between profitably scaling up your ad campaigns and building a stronger audience over time. Mistake number six is lacking a great brand identity and a strong USP. When you're competing out there in the marketplace, when you're trying to sell your products to your target audience, if you don't have a clear unique selling proposition, if you don't have a clear reason why they should buy from you versus all of the other competitors who are trying to sell products to your market then it's going to be extremely difficult to sell to them, especially if they're selling a product that is very, very similar. So having a USP and a strong value proposition as to why someone should buy from your brand versus your competitors is a huge competitive advantage. This is something you can talk about in your ad copy, on your ad creative, on your product pages, anywhere at all. You want to have that differentiator front and center. And to go along with that, not having a strong brand identity, and just to preface this, it doesn't mean that you need to spend thousands on getting professional logos done and branding, all of that. Just having a simple yet strong brand identity right from the start could be going on freelancer.com, getting a logo on some basic brand assets made for 30 bucks. Then you have those assets there and it builds a much better identity for your brand. If you've spent some time or a little bit of money on having a good logo designed, having great color on your site that make your brand unique. So I recommend you go back and you review your unique selling proposition. And the question you really want to ask yourself and have a strong answer to is, why would someone buy from my brand versus one of my competitors? If you don't have a strong reason, you need to have one. Now mistake number seven, this is the last one and I think it is arguably one of the most important, and that is not having a strong enough offer. If you think about it, your customer is getting bombarded with so many different bits of content, so many ads from other brands out there. The ones that stand out, the ones that get them to buy, are the ones with strong and compelling offers. Now, when it comes to your e-commerce brand and crafting an irresistible offer for your products, I've also made a separate episode on how to do that and how to get floods of customers to come to your brand versus any of your competitors by crafting this irresistible offer that people would just feel stupid saying no to. So go back and revisit your offer. And are you too busy focusing on the features of your product in your advertising and no one's buying? You should be focusing on the benefits. You should be focusing on how your product is gonna solve the customer's problem and why they absolutely need it right now. Now, crafting an irresistible offer is a combination of multiple different elements. It's not just the ad copy that you have in your ad. It's not just the headline on your product page. It's not just those elements. It's the culmination of everything. It's making sure that you have great creative, that you use urgency and scarcity to drive buying action, that you have a great guarantee behind your product so that it lowers the risk threshold for new customers and they're gonna jump in and buy a lot more easily. It's by having a lot of social proof. It's by combining a lot of the elements that we've talked about in this episode, the past six mistakes, And it's bringing them all together to make your offer and your product irresistible to your target customer. And so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you are making any of these mistakes, I definitely recommend going back, revisiting them and fixing those up because you might not notice how much of an effect they're having on your daily sales. And as soon as you fix all of these different areas and you maximize how effective you are at each of these, your sales are going to go through the roof. I'm sure of it. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one.